Hello there, and welcome to the Hales Owen Apostolic Church. Apostolic meaning what God says, not what man does. Please enjoy this teaching and feel free to share it with all who will listen. May you go forth in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Pray. Yes, Amen. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Father. Yes, Father. Absolutely right. Father, use me this morning, Lord. Let me speak the words, Father, that you have given, Father, for this day. And Father, you know, Father, that you give us all authority, Father, to preach this word. And Father, this word, Father, people like, you know, they like all the bits in it, but Father, it said, it's like an anvil. It's like an anvil, Father, you know, and it says, it's, you know, it's like a rock. And Father, you turn around and they said, like, you know, he said that, it's, it's like a mountain, or it's like a rock, and he said, and, and Father, if we're not careful, if we don't fall on the rock and change our lives, the rock will fall on us and destroy us. It's amazing scripture. I know paraphrase there, Lord, but that's what it is. We ought to get in with it, Father, or we'll have our recompense. So for saying that, Father, we've got a journey to make, Lord. And Father, this is this is just part of the journey, Lord. All, that, all the words we've had so far, Lord, it's so clear, Lord. It's the same again and again of what we should be doing, Father. And thank you for, for being again, giving a rallying call. Come on, let's go and bring yes. one to church. One. Two. One, two, twenty. It's the start. We've got a race to run. We've got a journey to make. And if we don't get into the journey and get into the race and get into the run, then we're out of it. We've got to make sure we stay on the path of God and not our path. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Run the race and keep the faith. Praise the Lord. Oops, the day is here. I do not like my talk. Am I saying that? Yep, that's right. Okay, now we can be. Thank you. Yes, yes, testing, testing. I'm going to, I'm going to start off with a, with a description. We know the run the race and kept the faith. You know, we said that and that is all the apostles. We'll just touch that later. I'm going to start with 1 Thessalonians 5 23 to 24. And it is just yet again, it's just these words come and it's it's what God is trying to do with us all the time. It's up to us to get with God to ensure He can do what He wants to do with us and to get what we want. You know, if you're happy with what you're getting once and you don't any more of God, you just tell him that. Okay, that's that, that's entirely up to you. Now may the God Himself sanctify you completely. Everybody know what that means? Sanctify. Set you apart. Do you know what completely is? Totally empty. So there's great start, isn't it? And may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is 
fight home. Oh. And also the, the, a brilliant star, but a wonderful stretch. It's a star. It's just telling us what he's going to do and what we've got to do. And when he calls you, he'll help you do it. So it's not all about you. And that's a problem with all of us. It is all about us. It's all about me. So, we've got to get these things changed in our lives. And God will definitely, most certainly, without fail, do what He said He's going to do. So that means we have to put every effort we possibly can into our lives to be those faithful people of God. Every effort. You don't want to put effort into this. It would be trouble. And do the thing that man, woman, and every other human being doesn't like doing. Okay. If we are faithful and obey the instructions and work with God. So it's actually up to us. To, you can forget. Keep crying out to God for things. It's up to you. You can cry out for them, but if you do what God asks you to do, He'll give you into the desires of your heart. So it's doing the will of God and what He wants us to do. So it's actually up to us to be diligent and put effort into doing and what we're doing. That's the only time we're going to be blameless, like He said. And when He comes back, He will find us labouring in the field of souls in God's kingdom and seeing disciples growing around of us, and all of us being fruitful in, in the kingdom to glorify God. That's the kingdom message that he wants, like Ben said this morning, that's what he wants us to take out. And, if, and not to grow weary, but we shall reap in due season. That is the work of the ministry of Christ in us. Over and over and over. The Bible tells us there's nothing new under the sun. So you're not going through anything in your life that hasn't already happened. Don't say, oh, poor me. You can say, oh, poor millions of me. Because everybody in the world is suffering now. Everyone's got their own problems. It's what we do with the problem that shows us how much faith has gone in God. Not dwelling on the problems all the time. Not going back in the past. Not taking... Not taking all these words that come on the TV and the radio and the people around you, the blasphemy and the vileness and the sin that, that everybody wants to lay upon us. We've got to be clean. We've got to get out of it. I've always said to God, put this, put this hole in the bubble with And the bed calls it a hedge. I've got some bubble today. Some just start to put it round me so it doesn't infiltrate. And it does. We've got to get rid of it. There's nothing new under the sun. So, so why then? Why, why does it happen? It, it happens because that's what, that's what God gave us the word for. He said, look, this never changes. You change like the wind. Blow, blowing every wind of doctrine, every wave of the sea. You're in it. You don't want to get out of it. It's your, oh, oh, and off you swim around. Not knowing where you're going. It's so important that we know that, that God knows that every human being has gone through what you've changed. And it's why the word can never change. 
It's the only permanent thing you've got in your life is the Word of God. So if you don't listen to the Word of God, you'll just listen to yourself. Oh, I'm going to do this. Oh, I'm going to do that. Oh, I'm doing that. Well, I'm tired. Hallelujah. I'm tired. I get tired. I get fed up. I get totally disappointed. I get angry. I, I go, what's the use? So you're no different to me. I'm no different. I'm not some holier than thou. I'm a sinner just the same as everyone else. But I do cry. That's the difference. And I will not give up. <laughs> you feel like you feel like not coming to church. I need to put our hands up. I was one of them. You people look at me, oh Martin, you mark one Hey, I don't want to come some days. I actually wake up some mornings on Sunday morning and what's the use? What's the use? Excuses, Kevin. Absolutely right. And we justify. We justify to ourselves. Why? We won't obey God. Okay, here we go. Here we go. The words are what? It's our cornerstone. We stand to know that grit. It's the only sure foundation that we've got to build our life upon. You want to build it on what you think it is? Oh, it's going to be on the sand. It's going to be washed away. Every, every problem that comes straight away, you've gone. It's finished. Why? Because God said we've got to work together. You've done the family thing this morning again, Kevin. That's brilliant. He said work together to grow. Grow us in the church and then take it out of the church. As Ben said, you've got all the messages. How many times do you want to hear the same message? God will keep giving you the same message until you change. Listen, if you, want to, if you want to be a good servant of Christ, here we go, 1 Timothy 4, 6 to 11. If you instruct the brethren in these things, then you'll be a good minister of Jesus Christ, nourished in the words of faith and of the good doctrine, good teaching. Anybody had bad teaching there? Hallelujah, hallelujah. See, see how quickly they go back into sin. Which you have carefully followed. But reject profane and old wise fables. Reject what the world's going to tell us. And exercise yourself. Keep doing the things that make you stronger. Not what you think it is, what God says it is. For bodily exercise profits a little. Oh, you know, I'll read this now. I've got some people in the church who say, Mark, it says, exercise profits a little. It profits us a little in your spiritual life, but it profits you a lot in your flesh life. That's so important for all of us. But godliness is profitable for all things. It's actually telling us why. That scripture is profitable for all. You keeping your body right is profitable for all. And it's right to do that. Having promised of the life that now is and that which is good. That's the spirit of God. That's the word of God. That's what it's going to do for us. This is a faithful and worthy of all acceptance. This saying is a faithful and worthy of all acceptance. For this end we both labour. Hello? We all work. We labour at it. We put effort into it. And suffer reproach. 
So when you go out and somebody says, I don't want to know, I can't stand Jesus, and all that, we go, no, that's okay. It's not a problem. Didn't they, didn't they, didn't they reproach Jesus Christ? Don't worry, they're not going to crucify you. Hey, that would be a good one, wouldn't it? Hallelujah. Yes. But this end we both labor and suffer reproach. Why? Saviour of all men. Especially, listen to this, of those who believe. We think it's for unbelievers that, don't we? It's for us to tell us, hey, this, I'm still here. I'm, I'm, I, you've still got to carry on in salvation. I'm still your saviour for every step of the day. These things command and teach. That passage is magnificent. It's instructing us to keep going back to the foundational things that you've learned to do them. If you don't do the foundational and simple things at the beginning, you're never going to do the rest. It's so simple. You don't do the foundational things, you never move off and you never move off that foundation. And yet God wants to take that. You want a path on a journey all all around, you know, go here and go there and you know and, and you've heard my testimony for you know for, for, for 17, 18 years that I did, I went all over the world. You know that? What path was that? So it went here and it went there. But it's nothing to do with this is a direct path. It's just where he sent us. It's where we end up. It's where we go. It's what we do. Wherever we are, that's what's the important thing. You know, because don't forget, God wants us to put all the things that we want to do to achieve your destiny, your work in the kingdom. If you haven't got a job in the kingdom, what are you doing? Really? Nothing. That's a good answer. Praise God. It's so important. The more we put into it, the more God gives us. I can't get to grips with why people pray and 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 pray for things and they don't get it. The reason is, is that you've got to be working with God to get the prayers answered. He tells all, what can we have? How much can we have? You can have more than you can ever think. Oh, isn't that incredible? Which person did this? You see, even the pulpit's blocking. Hallelujah, you just can't get the stamp, Father. Hallelujah.
not to feed ourselves with food, does it? It says you can have the reward for working and you feed yourself. We never talked about that. He tells us to be fed with the Word of God every single day. You do that naturally. You do it naturally. But it's still the same, isn't it? The physical as well as the spiritual. People don't want to put the effort in to get fit. It's exactly the same. You know, they would have rather just you know, do this and do that, but it's not. Why? <laughs> it's so simple. Our flesh craves for food. He craves for food. Every bit of your smell, you, you know, when I'm wrong fasting, people always offer me the food that I like. And when I'm not fasting, they never ask me. It's such a, so simple. And it's so simple that our body craves for it. That's our flesh. Our stomach even complains to our head time and time again. I'm starving. Feed me. I need to have more food. I'm tired. I need food to give me the energy. That's what the flesh tells us. It's not true. Anybody fast all day for the Wednesday? For the people who don't fast all day in the Wednesday, unless you've got an ailment that stops you doing it, you should fast all day. No food. People say, oh, Mark, I'm working. What a lot of rubbish. One day, you do not need to have to do it. You don't. Even the medical science is now telling us it's really healthy for us to fast. To cleanse all the toxins. Anybody going to die for not being a dad? I'm just trying to show them to get into the spirit. We have to do the things that God asks us to do. The spirit, when they couldn't cast out the demons, what did Jesus say to his disciples? These, these things don't get done without prayer and fasting. It's so important. Yet we have enough knowledge today to make us wise of what kind of food we can have for us, and yet God knows what's the best spiritual food we should be eating. And that's why when he was tempted by Satan, he said, man shall not live by bread alone, not by food that we eat, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And that's this magnificent Bible, the awesome words of instruction and life and what it's going to be, and, and what it was, and why he created it, to ensure that we have hope for every day in that name of Jesus Christ. Amen? God has always shown us what we do in the flesh. He's always educating us. And, and so everything we can see, we can do in the flesh, we can do in the spirit. That's what, he, that's what all these parables are about, showing you the sowing and the reaping, you know, in, in, you know doing a crop, and then the sowing and the reaping and, and, getting, and, getting, and, and getting a harvest of souls. It's so simple. Everything. You want to get stronger at something? You know, it's too simple. He said, you want, you, you want more love? Give more love out. You want more friends? Be friendly. You want, it, it, it's so simple. You want more faith? Preach faith. You want to learn more? Teach. It's incredible. In our flesh, we know the only way we can obtain strength and stamina is that we need to do something about it. The more we become cabbage potatoes, or cabbage potatoes, whatever they call them, the harder it is for us to start to get fitter. 
the first battles in our minds. First battles in our minds. Well then, we haven't done very much exercise for a while, so when we start, it seems so tough and so hard, and then we ache afterwards and feel twice as tired as we did before we started. I'm sorry, that's the process. That's not the battle.
It means that, you know, that, that even in our flesh, we want to do it, we're trying to do it, we know the things that we've got to do. So we don't do, we don't then start fighting the air or we don't run, run, try to run too far when we haven't done it. No. But we discipline our flesh to be able to do the things that we've got to do. So it's talking about the spiritual things now. So then he said, when I have preached to others, so he's telling us we're preaching now. We're telling, we're giving this message out to others. He said, why am I going to bring my flesh into subjection? Because if you don't, you can preach the message to others and you'll be doing the things in the flesh which are against God. It's so clear. Paul.
Who doesn't want their presence? And who doesn't want to get to heaven? It's incredible. Yet, all of us here actually now have to do all this. If you want to know what God wants you to do, then He teaches you what you give you, gives you your teaching, and you know to, to show you exactly why you're asking to do this. And of course, then he, then he assures us that if we all run or walk on the right path, thank you, Lord, we're going to get there. <laughs> Paul knew his time on earth was coming to an end with this. And yet, look at his way that he spoke. Look at the way he was. And he said, you know, Get rid of 
let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Your race is already set. Looking unto Jesus. This is the picture of our Who for the joy that was set before him, be it to the joy getting Don't 
time will be they go to church, so what? If they speak things that are not of God, they, they can go to church all they like. We've got to be sensible when people talk. Everyone you meet is not of Jesus Christ, is in sin. Do you understand that? Every single person. And if people say, oh, I'm a Christian, and they go to church, just speak to them about the scripture, see what they're like, watch them, watch their attitudes, watch what they speak. You can help. And if they are, have mercy on them. Have mercy on them. Don't you dare judgment of them. Because you were there one day. Every single one of us. So we have to have mercy upon them. So I pray that we will see the battle that we're going to with ourselves. The battle of controlling our flesh and committing ourselves to run any race that we've got to do. Or compete in anything physical. We're about to live with a little bit more energy. We have a little bit more health. That's what we do with some exercise. Sound the spiritual. You're in a race. Not to win, but to get the prize. Individual prize. And to get the crown. To finish the course. To make sure that we do the righteous things every single day. To work with God and therefore allow him to pour out those promises he has for everyone who runs the race and keeps the faith. Hebrews 11, as I said, is the faith chapter. We all ought to read, we all ought to read that faith chapter. It's brilliant because it tells us what all the people did and who they were to give us faith and say, hey, look at them. One's a prostitute, one's this, and one's on your there. If he can do it, if God can do it with these people, I'm sure he can do it with me. I'm not as bad as them, we'll say. Honestly, I've done it, so don't worry. By faith, let's go to the last scripture. By faith they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land, whereas the Egyptians attempted to do so with ground. I've just said that one. That's what God does for his people. He does the, the most incredible stuff if, if we'll let him. You know, but we, we can't. I can't talk all about Gideon and every other person. And even that faith chapter. I can't mention everyone because there's that many. And, we're, and, 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 that, and if we do the work of God, we're going to be one of those people in the faith chapter when we get to heaven. Isn't that amazing? So it, it, it is absolutely incredible. You know, and we, we, can, we can read. They were tortured. They were, they were killed. They, 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 they were just nuts. What they had to go through. Trials, mocking, scourgings, chains, imprisonment, stone. Some were sawn in two. They were tempted. They were slain with a sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, tormented, of whom the word was not worthy. And all these having obtained a good testimony through faith. Nah! Nah! What simple lives we've got! Hallelujah! Anybody feel sort of like, oh, why can't I'm going to do all those things to you? Can you understand what God's trying to teach us this morning? You've got all this what you've got. Look what they went through. Every single one of them.
Forgive me, Father, for not praying. Forgive me, Lord, for not fasting. Because we know it will. This is just told us again. Just so we can be separated and have and have that hedge around us. Whatever comes, we put our shield of faith on. And when it gets a bit tough, we we make sure my helmet of salvation is stuck on my head to say, hey, it doesn't matter what man is trying to do. I'm saved. I'm saved. And let the spirit flow. Let the tongues come out. Strengthen yourself. Build up your most holy faith. Then take up the sword of the spirit and get, get striking out in prayer and fasting and preaching this word of God. Oh God. That the work of God that he wants for all of us. That you can have these incredible testimonies and not look for the crumbs under the table of, oh, this was a nice thing that happened to me this week. No, that we've got destinies that are strong and powerful and we've had prophecies and the Spirit of God is working through us. That's what we want. No, I am not listening to you. In the name of Jesus, I don't want to hear this. It's the voices of this world. It's on your TVs, it's on your radio, it's on the papers you read. It's on the stuff you watch. All turning you away from God. 